On February 22, 1848, Paris city officials canceled a fundraising banquet in support of universal suffrage, and thereby ignited the first revolution with a global reach. Two days later, the French king, Louis-Philippe, fled the city. The flames of the revolution spread quickly and widely, driven by the winds of rising food prices, depressed economic conditions, and radicalized political attitudes. Most of Europe was soon affected by what came to be known as the springtime of the peoples. The revolution even made a transatlantic voyage and reached as far as Brazil and Colombia. A day before the revolution broke out, two German philosophers cum activists, both under thirty, published in London a short text in which they described globalization better than anyone before them and, for at least a century, better than anyone after. The word itself never shows up in the text. It couldn't have. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, globalization was first used in 1930 and gained wide currency only after the end of the Cold War in 1989 after the demise of the Soviet Union and other states inspired by the communist vision. Though the word didn't exist in 1848, globalization itself was progressing rapidly. The two young men had keen eyes to see and deft pens to articulate the radical changes occurring on a planetary scale. Their names were Karl Marx and Friedrich Engels. The title of their essay, composed mainly by Marx, was The Communist Manifesto, a booklet destined to become a kind of secular, sacred text to millions. Consider the following six key passages from the Manifesto's treatment of globalization. As you will hear, focus on the content of the description of planetary transformations and disregard for a moment that the description is a step in an argument for an alternative globalization the communist globalization, a single, technologically highly advanced world system of global prosperity and freedom in which individual and communal interests have become identical. The key elements of the global order identified in the Manifesto in the 19th century remain the central features of globalization in the 21st century. Constant revolutionizing of production, uninterrupted disturbance of all social conditions, everlasting uncertainty and agitation, distinguish the bourgeois epoch from all earlier ones. All fixed, fast-frozen relations with their train of ancient and venerable prejudices and opinions are swept away. All new-formed ones become antiquated before they can ossify. All that is solid melts into air. All that is holy is profaned. Modern industry has established the world market for which the discovery of America paved the way. This market has given an immense development to commerce, to navigation, to communication by land. The need of a constantly expanding market for its products chases the bourgeoisie over the whole surface of the globe. It must nestle everywhere, settle everywhere, establish connections everywhere. The bourgeoisie has, through its exploitation of the world market, given a cosmopolitan character to production and consumption in every country. All old established national industries are dislodged by industries that no longer work up indigenous raw material, but raw material drawn from the remotest zones, industries whose products are consumed not only at home, but in every quarter of the globe. 
In place of the old wants, satisfied by the productions of the country, we find new wants, requiring for their satisfaction the products of distant lands and climes. And, as in material, so also in intellectual production. The intellectual creations of individual nations become common property. National one-sidedness and narrow-mindedness become more and more impossible, and from the numerous national and local literatures there arises world literature. In place of the old local and national seclusion and self-sufficiency, we have intercourse in every direction, universal interdependence of nations. Independent but loosely connected provinces with separate interests, laws, governments, and systems of taxation became lumped together into one nation with one government, one code of laws.